1: Welcome, 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 welcome to the sidelines, this is your boy Alan Sidney, the place to be.
2: Steps back. Yeah. Like, All right. Get back.
0: With the mic.
2: All right. Pause. <laughs> Man, that's not really pause. That's what you there, But whatever. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exhausted. Exhausted. Pointing
2: um, I mean, I would say I'm excited. In carriage, even even the fact that you know there's been the, all the protests going on, I'm in carriage because in what they say the testing thing. Well, they said what we heard. um COVID takes about two weeks or so to so into your body. Like two weeks later, it can affect you. So within two weeks, if there isn't a monumental spike in confirmed cases, all right, let's get this thing back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, my, my NFL season ain't threatened. I'm think NFL season's threat anyway, but I'm talking about me going to the game. That ain't threatened, all Right. I know I sound mad, but technically, I'm saying what sports fan is thinking. Man, hold up. What's up?
1: To the tonight. I'm so y'all gonna go to y'all gonna go to the stadiums early fall, not knowing it could be another possible spike in corona. Hey, I walk out my door every day, not knowing in
2: Baltimore City, not knowing if a stray
1: buzz is going to hit me. You yeah. <laughs> know? I work in Baltimore City every day when I'm not quarantined. i get you. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I trust God. I'm good. I was 15 minutes away from. I'm 15 minutes away from a bullet. Right. <laughs> Dude, got killed at Baltimore Arena. Rush the soul. 15 minutes before I step out the building to go to lunch. So I definitely understand what you're saying. But. Nah, this this the season I'm. Definitely ain't even gonna try to make us a, a, a September game. All right, cool.
3: <laughs> I let you know I'm not going to play him anyway. He was up the board and won a game anyway.
1: He was like five five time games in the cold. He said, Nah, I'm good. Nah, nah I'm good. not the cold. I was talking about September, maybe early October. <laughs> nah, I'm the funny good. thing is, <laughs> it'd be like thirty degrees in September. I'm like, you know what?
3: I wasn't going anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> championship
1: in Baltimore but it's 20 degrees outside would you go nope because I got a free ticket to my brother's couch with the act with the heat blasted with as much snacks as I want refilled <laughs> on the drinks so I ain't got paid 30 50 dollars for a, pa- a pack of nachos like I'm good
3: So, um, Sideline Talk, I know uh, we talked, we're
2: going to discuss this uh, protest and everything going on with um, the late George Floyd, God rest his soul, our prayers out to his family and his loved ones. Um, also, we're going to discuss um, the NBA. It's reported the NBA should be coming back, about, uh, starting games at the end of July. And uh, we're going to discuss Which format should they take Should be 20 teams, 22 teams The best 16 um, Or what have you I think it's rumored that some teams might have to play in If they choose to go the 16 route Or, whatever, or the 20 game route 20 I'm sorry, 20 team route Some teams might have to play in So we'll discuss that as well um, Also College football um, The SEC In the, in the pack Pac-12. They
1: yeah, I, they, get, they, I they, can go the numbers. Go. Say it again? I said I get lost in the numbers. I get lost in the numbers. pack 12 pack 10 whatever. One of them. Yeah, uh, they
2: start starting to uh, return athletes to the field, so we're going to kick that around a little bit. Also, um, I had the pleasure of being on the line with Coach John Harbaugh, being a PSL owner myself, so discuss a few notes that I took from that meeting regarding the Ravens. So we'll kick that around a little bit. Um, but I want kick to kick this off with opening the floor to you guys and <clears throat> hearing your thoughts on the climate of the country right now. Or should I say the globe? Right now um, with this
1: protest. Hmm. Well, let's I kick it off with you. Okay, okay, off. first off, rest in peace, George Floyd, um black folk, be mindful of how much you put that into your psyche, how much death we just put in our hands every single day. It's mentally draining, you already quarantined, you could definitely have a mental breakdown, even the strongest. So be careful of that. I'ma approach it two different ways. The protest in Minnesota where everybody's like, Don't burn down your neighborhood, don't do this, don't do that. I have a different take on it. Normally I'm the one with not burning down whatever your neighborhood. But that's the problem. We have a neighborhood. That's where you live at. We don't have a community. The fact that this police officer has 18 different citations and you still allow my tax dollar to pay his salary. No, nah, we, we burning that shit down. Pardon my language. We burning that down. I'm sorry. I don't care about your target when my brothers are targets. My brothers are sisters are targets for the police. I don't care about your target. Sorry. That, just, that don't fit in my son. I don't fit well with me. So yeah, burn that down. The protest in Atlanta, I have a different feel on about that. Because Atlanta, the mayor of Atlanta, not Kisa Lance Bottoms, not her. The mayor, when they built a Hartfield Jackson Airport, made sure that the city was built by black people, by black businesses. When you sign this contract. of these businesses that you bring in here have to be for black owned businesses um the actual runway was built by black people as far as they didn't have a runway company but they looked at it like yo it's asphalt we got black people that do asphalt that do cement that you know make driveways shit make have them make the, the runway." And they built black businesses that way. Atlanta is one of the cities that black people still today can migrate to and have your black business thrive. So to burn that down, you hustling backwards to me. Not only that,
2: um, but from a historical standpoint, uh, that's the the home. Georgia yeah. is the home of our one of our
1: greatest leaders, Dr. King. Yeah. Just on that strip alone, should, 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 that should be, you know, sacred. Like, nah, man, we ain't doing this here. To me. That man, literally, you know, his life was taken for fighting for us to have equality. So, nah, we can't. I mean, you here. still have the historic Auburn Avenue where Dr. King, not too many people know what. What the Auburn Avenue is But where Dr. King Pretty much grew up His house is a few blocks From there Um is a church Where he, he and his father preached Is there And it still has a lot of Prevalent black old businesses Like I understand you being mad For Aubrey And Georgia But take that shit Further into Georgia Don't do not do that here Where, where we welcome <laughs> Crazy man John your
3: thoughts it's, uh, this past week has been crazy it's been difficult not only because of video alone but it hurts how normal it is how you just you leave your house the day you as a black man might see it on a regular or you just come on TV or social media and it's just another video like almost like a highlight of an uh, unarmed uh, person or black guy especially uh, gets hurt, killed mistreated um wrongdoing off of the simplest task that a, somebody who's not black will get an easy slap on the wrist walk away. it's just to the point where um, something needs to change and I believe it needs to be changed into not only the police department and they track in their background checks and how they move in life but also in the politics there's certain things that need to change from the top on down and um, <clears throat> it's, it's difficult to watch to move about your life as, as as we got older and how we were raised uh, to have kids our homes to tell them how to move around in life. Rest in peace to George Floyd. It's, it's tough to watch, and all I can do is, is uh, pray for the family, hopeful, for, hope for a peaceful pro- protest. Because just like Al said, uh, the the looting and everything else is hustling back with times a hundred. I mean, and my heart goes out to a lot of the black owners, especially owners, period, because you put your heart, uh, your life into that business. And somebody who's just probably new into the business, everything is gone. Just because you wanted to uh, not not uh, show your love, but just show your ignorance and, and show you how petty you can be. Or just want to make sure. Right. Your frustrations and, and other people who has wrong intentions of going to the protest in the first place. What what did you lead and burning stuff down? What did it help? It didn't help the family. So I just, I, I, I go to it, um, saying my whole prayers to the family and to everyone, especially black men and, and women in the world. Uh, what's that one meaning?
2: trying to pull up the, the tweet I seen from a uh I can't be able to find it right now dang but anyway the tweet I wanted to uh quote it word for word I don't want to get it wrong but the, the premise of it was he related the the looting to temper tantrums. You know, like, kids have temper tantrums with no sense, no, with, like, the actual impulse. And not knowing that, hold up, something I like can take care of athletes, you know, and, you know, I, everyone has an opinion. I really don't follow it, you know, what's your opinion, should your opinion. Who am I to say that? How you feel is wrong, or you shouldn't feel that way. Um, but on the whole thing, the fact that it's, it keeps happening is like right, that's ridiculous. That's obvious. But just thinking about the video, and for three guys. To hold, to kneel on this man, you got a guy on his legs, a guy on his back, and a guy on his neck. And the man is face down with cuffs behind his back. Like, he's hog-tied, basically, behind his back, and you, you still chose to feel like he's a threat where you have to kneel on all of that made it seem like it's something that's premeditated it's something personal the fact that you took the man out of his vehicle like you made him and his friends in the vehicle exit the vehicle you take him into the squad car where you're putting him in and then somehow you take him back out and then kneel on him and not only that you you know you got got the other guy the, the Asian guy who seemed as though he was trying to be in control of the situation He's basically being the lookout, man. And it's, it kills me because everything in me is like... For everyone who had a camera to record this, I'm thankful that they recorded this situation. But at the same time, that couldn't have been me. I'd have had to get maced. They'd have had to beat me. I i, I even expressed it to my wife, like, yo, know, I god forbid if i'm ever in a situation where i'm witnessing this i know me i cannot sit still i know i know like looking at people who who sat there and didn't like physically get involved they had to be thinking about their loved ones and how it would affect them and I i get it i get it i get it but i couldn't sit there i couldn't do it i love my i love my family but I was like, nah, yo, I can't. I can't let it ride. I just can't. Like, yo, we told you, you want that man's neck for nine minutes. Mm-hmm. And the autopsy came back today saying that he died from asphyxiation because of the pressure on his back and his neck. That's homicide. That's homicide. Like, that's, like, oh, you look at all the facts, and the cameras that has all the facts. There's no way these cops are get a slap on the wrist. Everyone has to do bids.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Everybody has to do bids. And a guy on his neck, he has to do he, he can't come out. That's murder I'm sorry. one. He can't come out. I know, really, he can't
1: come out. I know they try and charge him for murder three, but that's murder one. I'm sorry. I
2: don't know what murder three is.
1: Murder three is <laughs> let me give you the the actual Minnesota law term for it. For third
2: degree murder. What? Like when you, when you factor in the fact, what's, what's the what, what was it? I think Sean King posted it saying that, um, uh, the officer that was on his neck and George Floyd both worked at the same club as bouncers. Mm. So that's so, a previous history. Then his
1: third history, degree, everything this
2: is sounds like premeditated murder. Here's the third
1: degree in Minnesota. Whoever without intent to affect the death of any person causes the death of another by perpetrating an act dangerous to others and inventing a deprived mind without regard for human life is guilty of murder in the third degree. So it's basically killing someone without intentionally killing someone. It's murder three. Bruh, the man got you can't be on somebody's neck with your hands in your pocket and not intend to kill him. in
2: his pocket. <laughs> and you see him look. He's intensifying the knee. You see him flexing. Right. Come on, yo. Nine minutes. Nine minutes. I don't keep the man with seven five it's a six six black dude laying face down with his hands high behind his back. Ain't nobody can get up and be a threat from that. But come on, yo. That's no,
1: he wasn't even like fighting when he was getting choked no out point. like that. Like,
2: that, <laughs> nah. Ain't no coming out. Ain't no coming out. That's not coming out, man. Nah, he, he gotta do life. Be the same. He, he gotta do every the same that the life judge. Yeah. Every second, he gotta do life. I'm sorry.
1: And I think the other every three officers To get conspiracy to murder.
2: Yes! Everybody gotta do 25, the life.
3: Easy. Everybody. Forget it. They were was, they was responsible for that man's life as soon as they put him in a handcuff. Because like if you wanna if you wanna ride for your brother, if you if you're if you're about the shield, Blue Lives Matter as people
2: say, you would cons- like the Asian guy could consider the three guys families. Like, bruh, you're out of line. He's cuff, get him off of him. He ain't gonna speak to them at all. He kept everybody away. Mm. Who wanted to intervene. Nah, stay back, stay back. Threaten them with maze, reaching for us, gun like come on, you know. Nah, that's the murder one. Everybody get the same charge, sorry. So it's ridiculous, yeah. man, absolutely ridiculous. We got a pre of process, protest going on in the city in Baltimore city right now. Yeah. And I'm grateful to see that in the city filled that has its own issues and filled with
1: so much violence. We got, yeah. got one of the most corrupt police. You one of the most corrupt police departments in Baltimore City.
2: Yes, and we still united. Nah, we can work on our issues later, but let's take care of this one first. Because if we ain't got nobody that's that can protect us, it's anarchy. No order. If, if the guys that's protecting us are the biggest criminals, what that means for the criminals? It's mm. anarchy everywhere. Like, come on, nah. We gotta take care of this first It's insane man I just pray for his family I know it's tough to find Peace In this situation You know only God knows If they will ever find peace but um, thankfully, the God I serve can give you peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm. So I pray that they, they experience that at some point when the time is right, when it's necessary for them, and um, we can move on. Let's get let's get to the, let's get to the sports, man. Sideline talk. Y'all see it? Y'all see the shirt? Y'all see it?
1: We about the sports life. Mm-hmm. Let's get to it, man. Need to come back. I'm tired of watching Korean baseball. I don't even watch American baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
2: I don't I ain't watching nothing. I ain't watching no Korean baseball. The only thing I watch is like they got an old rerun, like they can play like the old uh, fights. Like, they had Manny Pacquiao and uh, Keith Thurman and that whole card on the other day. I looked at that for a bit. Never guess it, matter of fact. I watched that, you know. I look at, like, ABC might throw in an old game every now and then. Mm-hmm. I checked that out. Thankfully, ESPN and was, was playing, like, the the last dance series. Thank you for that. And then they played the game. Afterwards, mm-hmm. I was grateful for that. You know, some people weren't, but, you know, oh, well. I like how they
1: did that. Did you see how they like had? They kind of made it like a movie. The last game when yeah. they re, when they replayed that's
2: it. Why, yeah, that's why I enjoyed it. That was dope. I, like I, I love I love to see the behind the scenes of the game, like the ins mm-hmm. and outs. Like I like to hear the huddles, you know, seeing what play they drew up and like who's saying what. You know, that's important. Um, actually, I'm a, i am got a question, but I'm gonna try to save it for Tay just in case he come on. Because it's kind of directed towards the um, teams, like coaches that are speaking out. Mm-hmm. So, I'll say that for Coach to see if he gets on in a little bit. If not, then we'll, we'll kick that around for a bit. But let's talk um, NBA. Mm-hmm. July 31st, I believe, is the target date Yeah. for the NBA season to return. Um, what options you think they should go? Should they do a 16-team format? Top 16 teams, 20 to 22 teams. Um, what should they do before the playoffs? And I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, in order to confirm like any TV deals, like to, to honor those deals or honor the contracts, a certain amount of games has to be played. Mm. Mm. So that's another reason why like, they can't just jump straight into the playoffs. Mm. So what
1: okay. y'all think? 2010, 22, 16? What y'all think? I like. If it's, okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, if everything is played in a central location like they're trying to do, then just rank the NBA 1 through 16 no matter conference and let's, let's get at it. Uh, you still sound like you're trying to wrap the NBA season up. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Why? Nigga, training camp is coming, like <laughs> TikTok. Yeah,
2: training camp is coming. You G. talking about
1: like training camp is gonna be here when the NBA season starts? All like, right. like mid-July, end of July. Like, yo, listen, you don't understand. Like, like,
2: you gonna sit there? All here's the, the thing. I watch a five-minute clip, two-minute clip on training camp. <laughs> Instead of watching
1: basketball anymore, man. Here's the thing. My Lakers are finally in the playoffs again finally relevant again <laughs> so I need them to go deep into the playoffs as we hear again <laughs> like just go deeper into the playoffs I ain't saying you have to win a cha- yeah yeah win a championship this year shut everything up shut everything down no <laughs> funny but get that up like hurry up wrap this up B. like <laughs>
2: injury or something happening and the Clippers is taken. That's what it is. Or <laughs> well, something dumb happened.
3: That's what he's
2: scared of. I, I that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I want to see the, uh, 20 to
3: 22 teams have the teams that's not in contention to playoffs to play for to get into the playoffs. Some type of shit like that. I want to have competition all the way through. This will be a perfect time at door to showcase it. You're not going to have too many people in the stands so you're going to hear cussing. You're going to hear a whole bunch of craziness. So, I think it's going to be a good environment. To, even if you get like Damian Lillard, they're not even in it right now with Portland in the playoff contention. But if they can find a team to get into the playoff contention, that'll be good to see. I just like to see that off to go up there. It. It's probably, the, if when, once it started, probably the most excited I've been about basketball, NBA for a while.
1: Something just came in my mind when you said Dame, Damian Lillard. Dan Orlovsky has got to be the most... Like, if White Privilege was a sportscaster, that's Dan Orlovsky. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, he popped entirely too much shit to start 12 games in his NFL career. And then try to say, Dame is privileged and... Like, come on, bro. We all know um, that... The, oh. <laughs> from...
3: I think Dave Orlovsky, he, he tries... Well, he is white privileged and I think Max tries too hard to get into the black cookout. No man, Max, that's that's natural. Max and Michael Rapaport, that's just them.
2: <laughs> no, that's them. That's that Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, don't what, what to is the right you know. now. Um. So if you do twenty-two tapes, that would put. Let's see, the top ACs in the East is Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Indiana, Philly, Brooklyn, Orlando. And then you add two more, that'll be the Wizards and Charlotte. Or well, possibly you can take the Wizards, Charlotte, and Chicago because they're all within a game of each other or two games within each other as far as record-wise. You can have them three kind of like duke it out and see who the top two teams get in.
1: Go nine to nine to twelve. So C nine play wrong. Play C twelve. One win. So that would be Washington, Charlotte, Chicago, and the Knicks. The Knicks, no. no. Never mind. Cancel that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when the wall ain't, gonna, ain't no, you
2: know, ain't gonna return one, So.
1: Nah, but cancel that. Playing. Ain't no way in how the Knicks should be even looking at playoffs. That's way too many teams. Hey. If I can include the Knicks in the playoff teams, that's way too many teams. No stupid. This <laughs> <laughs> got way out of hand. No, look
2: at, but looking at the records, record wise, it's like why even consider Portland and New Orleans, Sacramento, and the Spurs.
1: That I understand up, why New Orleans.
2: Huh?
1: I understand why New Orleans. Well.
2: I mean New Orleans will be just for the money. For right. the TV. Right. right. It's yeah. something to watch. You
1: got Zion, you got Brandon, you got Zoe. Yeah, but they still
2: 2836. Right,
1: but it's still interesting. <laughs> Inter- oh, you got some interesting not Interesting. It'll be it'll be nice to watch. It's entertaining. It's a walking back to the it's a walking back NBA moment. <laughs> Thing did in the series. But any of them top four seasons is over in the series.
0: Yeah.
2: That thing's over. Quick.
1: It's a nice I welcome back, mean, NBA.
2: If they're going to do a season, like, to finish, I don't know. i I, I, like, to 20, 20 I like to see 20 teams. i see 20 teams. So,
1: top like 10 to each. Then, you know,
2: and then from there, just take the the top 8 seeds into the playoffs as normal. Because Portland is 3 games out from the 8 seed which is Men- uh, Memphis. New Orleans is 4 games. And in the west, I'm sorry in the east it's different but the Wizards are 6 <laughs> games away and Charlotte is 7. Yeah. So technically <laughs> the Mets ain't even going to make it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they don't catch Orlando. I'm sorry. Not. I don't think they're going to catch Orlando or Brooklyn. Hmm. But It'll be interesting to see. I like to see twenty. Will I be my final. And Kyrie was out,
1: right? Say it again. For Brooklyn, Kyrie was out, like Kyrie. when they last played, right? Yeah, Kyrie and um, KD out. Okay. And uh, Kyrie
2: just started working. What was it, two weeks ago? I want to say he was posted that he was back on the court. Um, KD been back on the court, but. Right. Sean Mucks, the GM, already stated that, uh, and I think KD himself even shot it down. Even if this season resumed, he' not coming back. Yeah, this don't. this particular season. Yeah, so. so but they have enough firepower where they can hold their playoff spot with Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis Laver, um uh DeAndre Joy, Joe Harris. Um, what's the big? What's the big with the pro? I Can't think of his name right. I'm drawing a blank.
1: Uh, Aaron, well, Allen. Yeah, Jar- Aaron. Is it Jared Allen? Jared Allen,
2: thank you. Okay. And it was funny, I kept thinking Jared Allen, but I'm like, that's a football player. <laughs> like, no. like, oh, yeah, it is. It's Jared. Yeah, not Jared, but whatever. But, um, let's keep it, let's keep it pushing. Let's keep it pushing. College football. Question: should college football. Or sports return if the students haven't returned to campus? And I like this question because and I'll actually go first usually I'll go last but if the SEC the Pac-12 the Big Ten the the Big 12 American Conference ACC if all of them decide okay we're playing. You can bring the, the players back. And school isn't back. You basically is showing your hand, and you better play these students. You gotta pay them hey. because and and, and like we understand like all right, it's student athlete. Student is important. We get it, but when these conferences are threatened to lose over $3 billion combined if the season doesn't happen. (laughs) And they say, nah, they ain't about to lose that type of money. So it's like, all right, open the schools back up. Pay these guys. If you open the schools back up, everybody come back. Will you pay the place? It's that simple. It's that simple. And my thought, like, my personal thought is, like I said, top of the show, um, I'm sorry, it actually before we went on air. If there isn't a spike in this country of COVID cases, because we're looking at protests in Atlanta in California, I'm sorry, Georgia, California, Maryland, DC, everywhere. And there's thousands of people outside. If there's no spike in these cases of confirmed cases, then we're getting back to normal. It's just that simple. it's just that simple. They gotta get back to normal. That's the case. And, and hopefully they are they are more um, prepared. They decide like they may be more prepared if in case well in case the second wave comes.
1: So. <laughs> um I agree with everything you said, and I'm normally not one that's full plan. Athletes over teachers. That's always been my that's always been my stance because I'm a, I'm a son of a teacher, I'm a brother of a teacher, so I've always put teaching and the education aspect of it over, you know, the athlete part of it, the entertainment part of it. Um, but yeah, if they bringing the students back, be, or they bringing the athletes back because this school is going to lose this much money, or I, I forgot what, I want to say it's Alabama. I'm just I'm just put it at Alabama. Their football program, if they sit out a year, they will have no more athletics. They pay for everything that's athletic in that whole school.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> and I think that's the same way with Duke basketball. Like if Duke basketball don't have a season. <laughs> <Shugs>. Even, even <laughs> like, because of like the economy in, in those
0: places, that who don't have a professional team. Right.
2: Think like how much money and how much revenue businesses get in Alabama every Saturday. Yeah. Or even just during the season, you know what
1: I mean? Like local bars and yeah. towns and
2: yeah, they losing a ton of money. I mean, a they pretty much
1: money. become a professional team. Um, I remember talking to Rudy Gay back in the day when um UConn didn't have a team. It's like we are pretty much the professional athletes. Yeah. For this, <laughs> for this state. Because that's, that's what they watch. That's what they want to cheer on. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I don't think they should have a season, but it lo- it's losing too much money to not have a season if students aren't back. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're kind of 22. You're already behind the eight ball. And honestly, with these these student athletes, they're looking to the next level anyway. I mean, Trevor Lawrence... Let's say he doesn't play his senior or he doesn't play his junior year. He's still going to be a top five pick in the NFL without it. But it's certain, like, just look how far Joe Caldwell climbed in a year. (laughs) It's certain players that need that junior slash senior year to go from fifth round to setting up that family with generational wealth. That's how I look at it.
3: But with that being said, it's a lot of money involved. So I always looked at it well, they want to find a way to get the kids back onto the field, courts, or whatever respectfully sports involved by having, all right, we want to have a whole virtual um, Zoom classes so everybody can still do work in some type of form or fashion. But we'll just exclude certain players to come to the universities here and there or something like that. They'll find a way to e-sports back into college sports, I believe, even if the campus is not fully open at the time or not all campuses open. Maybe like 60% of campuses are open uh, in the USA worldwide. But I believe they'll find a way to get college, especially college football, started back up and running. Okay. Uh, Speaking of...
2: Stay on the college football trend Um, We just got a notification a few minutes Well, about a half hour ago That uh, Justin Ross Is going to miss this whole season He had uh, neck and spine surgery Mm. Mm. He definitely was a first round pick So now that's talent That's going to be on the shelf This whole season Um, Do y'all
3: think He'll still go first round? We have to figure it out because I, I haven't yeah. read the whole report, but it said it was kind of career-threatening. Yeah, I'm about
1: to see how it comes
3: through. Ooh. I seen the headline saying it was career-threatening, so uh, let's hope that he can he he have a successful surgery when he starts running again. Yeah, I still believe the, tap, the, the tape that he has on his talent is still screams first, second round, even if he comes back and have a good pro day. Y'all, to be honest, like, just off
2: ability and talent, just watching him play, he might be the best Clemson receiver in recent years.
1: Right. That's having like, Braves. I
2: know, I know, Hop was amazing at Clemson. I'm sorry, Hop was Hop was really good at Clemson. Sammy Watkins was amazing, amazing at Clemson. Right. <laughs> Let's be honest, like Sammy was amazing, yeah. but That's Justin, exactly. like even even uh, Young T Higgins was was really good, but Ross, man, he just. It's just something different about Ross, man. Like he has it all. Yeah. That kid yeah. is super
1: talented. Yeah. I mean, anything I to deal with, with your neck and your with anything that deal with your neck and your spine is career-ending. Even if you just have like a normal career, because it threatens your mobility. You, mm-hmm. I know, I have certain things with, with back spasms, like dealing with um. Scoliosis Where my back Was just tighten up You just can't move Without With that Like it just It limits your mobility So Hopefully the surgery Goes well And everything gets fixed And He can get back To being 100% Then yeah He's still a first round talent But he Hopefully He can Get back Was it
3: a checkup Or was it uh, Something that he did Training Or was it I
1: have no idea I gotta look at the story I looked at the story, remember her coming through I was just I was working at the time though. Okay. Next, from the area. Clemson
2: head coach, Dave was swing, told reporters money that wide receiver, Justin Ross. Da, 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 da. Injury was discovered um, after Ross missed time in March because of stinger symptoms. Devil said the surgery is scheduled for Friday. Um he showed up on his X-rays as a stinger. He also had a, a bulging disc. Mm. So
1: all of that gotta get taken care of. Mm. I mean it sounds like something that could be fixed. But it's serious.
2: Damn. Yeah. Most definitely.
1: I haven't even done my preliminary. That's crazy. I ain't do none of my preliminary scouting and nothing yet. <laughs> I normally like to watch who I'm going to be looking for this season. I haven't got none of that yet. I understand. You
3: just
2: trying to get
3: rid of the basketball season so
1: you can see the Lakers get a championship. I mean, they can go ahead and get a championship and do like my, my Lakers and Yankees did in 2009. Both of my teams get a championship. And no, Lakers and Ravens this way. year. They're
0: good on the other one for sure. I'm just saying if Lakers and
1: Ravens happen to get a championship this year, that's that's a win for me. Nah, we
2: good. We good with that, because,
1: nah. At least be consistent. Be consistent with the with the purple. Like the Lakers win and then the Ravens win. Well, I said if the Lakers and Ravens win this year, that's that's a win for me. Exactly. <laughs> the other one out. Yeah, that's
2: my,
1: my basement. Come on, man. No Yankees I mean the Yankees, if all three win, that's a tri factor. I can rock with that too. Nah, we
2: good. <laughs> On, yeah, in the playoffs, so you know, you know what I mean? yeah, you're good on
1: that Yankee talk. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, where is Angelo's and all of this? Huh? So before all this protest going on, where is Angelo's? Those cheap bags. That's the only thing, yo. I swear. I'm I don't dislike the Orioles I dislike Angelos.
2: a baseball game in like four years. This
1: nigga
2: got spent. <laughs> right <laughs> like, like to be like totally honest. Like I posted, uh, posted in the group, the sideline talk Facebook group, and I was
3: like, man,
2: like who, who y'all excited to see come back from injury, right? And yeah. somebody posted a baseball player. I said, like, oh, all right, good job, but um, who's that? I can watch baseball. <laughs> It turned out
1: they beat, uh Trumbo. I was like, oh, man, damn. Oh, damn, I know Trumbo was hurt. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, he had he got the, yeah, you
1: know, cancer. cancer. I thought was that was C- Mancini. You C- And Isn't that
2: Mancini that got the cancer?
1: Mancini. See, he know oh, Mancini. My boy, not Trumbo, was Mancini. See, that's how much he <laughs> <laughs> You know I mean? It was Mancini.
2: But, um, what is... Yo, what is... Like, I probably can walk past them up and down the street every day when the kid I don't know who he is. It's all... So-
1: some dude. Why hey, Tay, just know. rock with the audio. <laughs> Y'all
3: just
2: <should've> got 5G. he <laughs> no. got that 2G connection. Yo, no. oh my God, bro. <laughs> got 2G today.
3: I'm here finally, bro. Nigga, buffering in me. I can't
2: hear nothing, you said. Can you hear me now? No. Say <laughs> like, no, I can't. <laughs>
1: Mm. Oh, ah, there
3: you go. There Metro
1: there PCS. He said, bro, rope we got cut. Yep. <laughs> <And> Metro <laughs> PCS is going to do it.
2: That's right. Don't blame on us. Bad promotion. Cut
1: them off. <laughs> uh-uh, you block. Right. <laughs> like
2: you block. the house uh yeah all right because i'm gonna save my question about uh, coaches and their take on the protest until you get a better connection yeah. i want to make sure we hear everything you say the
0: mm-hmm. you
3: know, message on the, uh facebook he probably it and right there yeah.
0: okay uh, um
2: geez. so I was on the line with Coach Chaba, and he was on the line with the PSL owners, and I'll say Coach is always, like, animated, and he has a gift of gab. Um,
1: Some would say he's he's a great motivational speaker.
2: Say it again?
1: Some would say he's a great motivational speaker.
2: Hey yes and someone even put him down as like a great leader you know like that's one of his qualities and he he knows that and he does it well um but he learned like I was expecting him to be a little guarded with his answers to the questions not as open and transparent and? but actually he was pretty open pretty transparent and his uh His answers. So, the call went for about maybe like an hour, 15 minutes. Um, I jotted him a few notes. I couldn't grab everything. So, um, I start with the positives of... one, One caller asked, what was the positives of having the virtual meetings? And he... He mentioned how these are like although they don't have the ability to teach him in the classroom, take it to the field, have them do it and then correct it there. But this time actually teaches them it, it helped it, make, it makes them become better teachers of what they of teachers of how to watch film, better teachers of um, the angles, adjusting to angles and how to play certain looks. On NFL so he pointed that as a huge help Um, I wish I was able to ask the question because I know from previous interviews he stated how he wished he had more time with the youngsters and catching them up to speed and now he truly has that time and but that was like the biggest takeaway from that particular question was you're, it makes you to become a better teacher of okay. the position and how to play. Why he keep playing phone tag. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't just join the audio tag?
2: Right. He might as well just go to audio now. Forget that.
1: <laughs> just call in.
2: You probably speaking. Try get to the house. Oh, I thought this was um, oh, man. one of the more uh, common questions amongst national media was asked by one fan. And surprisingly, there wasn't like any Lamar Jackson questions. Hmm. You would think like somebody would ask, "How about Lamar? How did this? How did that?" But um, one question was asked. Although we had uh, a great historic, having historic Russian attack. Um, Do you see the offense becoming more balanced, becoming a more balanced attack? And Coach said, yes, but it's unpredictable. He said the plan is to make the offense unpredictable. He said we we drafted Lamar not for the traditional drop-back quarterback role because, you know, that would be not using his full ability. Um, But the goal is we want to spread defenses out and make them defend what we did, attacking weaknesses. So he even even took time during this answer to break down the play. He took, for example, the – and forgive me if I forget it because this was like last week. But he took down – he talked about um, the dive in the option.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you got an option look in the dive. So the box is stacked. Lamar is trying. He's looking at the end. He's pressing. Am I going to give the dive? Everyone knows it's coming. They crash on the dive. Boom. Lamar takes it and he's pushing to the outside, stretching, stretching the defense. Like, if if they step up, he got the third option to pass the ball. He can, he can pitch it. He can throw. He can keep it. Whatever, whatever. He said, "The fact that the defense has to pause and find the ball is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. We're looking to be so quick to have them so spread out that if they can't find the ball, they can't make a play. And it's just that simple. So if like if all right, if we're running the ball and it's getting six yards a clip, like are we going to stop it just because it's our right, it's, it's
1: now it's
2: time to pass. Like,
1: nah, we going, to, we're going to be unpredictable. Yeah. Y'all thoughts? I mean, I, I agree with it. I, I've always said if if you stop your feet playing against Lamar Jackson, you already you already lost. He's already past you. As soon as you stop your feet, he's past you. He just has that type of quickness. Now when the team has that type of quickness. You take your eye off. Marquise and try to worry about what the running back is doing. Marquise is past you. Um, mm-hmm. Even they get past you. So, you really got to be one-on-one disciplined playing against the Ravens. And then that, you're not going to stop them one-on-one. Right. Try to put one easy. person, you try to put one person to stop Lamar, he's running past them. So, that, that's it's dead. That's
0: <laughs> discussing
2: like it's like you know trying to explain it to the the common fan I know us we look at we we either play football or we study football actually all of us play football yeah. <laughs> we all study football so um it's it's he actually broke it down from my ex and those perspective as simple as he could for the common fan and he even mentioned how um, a lot of teams they play this a man but what they would do, especially the Titans in the playoff game, they would load the box, but it would be zone coverage on the inside, because it was it wasn't no mystery. Lamar was lights out at throwing inside the numbers. Outside the numbers was his, his struggle. That's where he has to grow. So the mindset was to zone up the middle of the field, leave the outside guys on the island to make plays. Now, if we'd have made plays, we get past Tennessee, and it's just that simple. Mm. And he said the focus is to make those plays. Like they going to play if they're going to do that type of look, we have to make them pay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just to be like to take some highlights, some encouragement from our last game. Hollywood wasn't even a hundred percent.
0: Mm-mm. Strat's
2: sure cruising the foot. for uh, buck 43, something like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Strat's
1: like,
2: cruising his foot. Had, like,
1: Lamar had, like, 500 yards of offense. Where? Lamar had 500, like, yeah. like, as bad as he played, it's like, damn, he played bad. Not played
0: bad with 500
1: yards. Like, like, huh? So he played yes. bad with 500. <laughs> yes. Missed he throws with 500 yards. <laughs> yeah, like, Missed opportunities at the at the perfect time for the Titans all right. is what
2: crippled us in that game, and like you could tell from John's talk when he, he talked about that game, how it, it pissed him off. He even mentioned how um, missed tackles. He said, mm-hmm. "Man, we was missing tackles. We ain't missed since Cleveland, like week three of Cleveland. Like he was pissed off. Like we all mad about it. Mm-hmm. So." Saying the emphasis of um, drafting guys that make plays was 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 paramount. We want playmakers. Like we gotta make these plays when it's when it's presented to us. And the beautiful thing about the Ravens is they not gonna see a lot of coverages, like a lot of exotic looks because of how great the quarterback is, how mm-hmm. much of a threat he is. So. You ain't gonna see too many man spies. You know what I mean? You ain't gonna see no I'm sorry, no uh no cover sixes, some some nines, some some exotic stuff. Like no, nah, you see it. Because you gotta pick your poison. You gonna disguise and send a blitz and he picks up on it, then what? The hole is open, when well, he gets out of the pocket, you blitzing and you breaking contain. All right. That's
1: mm-hmm. thirty. Your whole defense you is out. Like, <laughs> yeah, your whole defense is out of whack, you blitzing. And, he, and you missed
2: Crazy man I'm gonna highlight uh, I'm trying to i highlight two more Two more I, I'll bring I'll mention That coach talked about On the line um, John this is This was getting to your question uh, Which Position battle Was he excited about And Coach is extremely excited about the O-line. He expect to see battles um, during the camp. Battles for pretty much two spots. Now, he mentioned that starter-wise, he sees, he said, um, the tackles, obviously, Ronnie Stanley and Orlando Brown will be starters. Mm-hmm. And he said Bradley Bozeman will be a starter. He didn't say where Bozeman started. Like last season, Bo- Bozeman started left guard. But he also had some center experience, especially coming out of Alabama. He was playing center at Bama. Mm-hmm. So he could go there if Skira is not healthy in time for camp. Um, you can see Bretson play center or guard. You can see um, DJ Fluger at guard. You can see Tyree Phillips. Um, you got McCarty who could swing and play both. Andre Smith is a backup tackle, but he might be able to swing and play both. Like, he even mentioned guys like um, Will Holden, hey. who's who a big, young guy who could play tackle or guard. So, he was just excited about all the battles. Like, we're talking about maybe six guys battling for literally three spots. Hey. Well, I'm sorry, for two spots, because Bozeman got one. Mm-hmm. Bozeman got one somewhere Bozeman got his spot but everybody else is battling like we'll five, five, guys battle for two spots um he didn't mention any of the undrafted players by name but he didn't like talk about the undrafted guys that are mm-hmm. offensive line he's excited about mm-hmm. so that battle is going to be exciting for him um and then also I know last year the the big talk was on defense um who wears the uh Mike, who's communicating? Who's running the defense? Who's communicating with the sideline? And Chuck Clark did a hell of a job last season. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't be um, understated, like how great Chuck Clark was at communicating the defense and lining people up. Like once he took that over, like he was he had he held it down. He's a natural. Going forward, Coach doesn't see him losing it, but he also said that um, he would like to see a, a, the Mike linebackers have it because they're in the middle of the defense. So he's mm-hmm. teaching, you know, Pat, Malik, LJ, he even mentioned LJ could do it. Um, those guys who play Mike linebacker, he mentioned them, they, they, they're learning to do that as well. But he said the key to it is. Um, communication being able to communicate to everyone quickly and then more, more importantly is knowing the defense inside and out and not only that but knowing the offense inside and out he said Chuck Clark is one of the best as far as his study habits and just his it's football intelligence it's like it's like we got a young Ed Reed from a from a um, study perspective,
0: not just playmate. We all know, know mm-hmm. like that's the goal, right? Code. right. But, yeah, you're talking as about playmate, far as right. his study habits,
2: Chuck Clark is is on that level of being an amazing guy in, uh, in the playbook. So he don't see him losing it, but we'll see if the uh, the rookies. I'm sorry, the mics are ready and
3: they can Take over. my linebacker is already. and he can take over If they all on one want to call it shouldn't matter who has it, like you said it's communication from yeah. the front as long as everybody do, do that job it shouldn't matter but I can yeah. understand you said that uh, you want the linebacker, especially um, the diversity if Chuck, if Chuck has to get off um, the field but you still have that person who can pass coverage and tackle um, yeah. a running back and it's not going to affect your defense at all Right, and um, the offensive line is is uh, to to have Bozeman saying you're going to start, and to have your your booking tackles, and you see who's going to fight for for the center position and the other guard position, and uh, DJ coming and saying that's my position, I'm replacing yonder. It's like I can't Ooh. wait for that. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Who takes it? I mean, he brings that the edge, just that, that whole, like, I'm ready to kill. I'm ready to start moving. It just excites you for your, your rushing attack that you're going to see going especially for Lamar Jackson, the play action that's going to have, the edge you're with the, the um, communication and, and chemistry that they have, and um, pointing out to one-on-one coverages, get better on the outside. You see the type of routes that Hollywood is running, and you already know what's going to be on the outside. So it's hard to, to match up with his speed and shiftiness. Uh, how you can't really press him on the line. So, the opportunity is going to be there to be balanced, to have a nasty run and attack. And, oh, you're playing, man? All right, there you go. Touchdown or first down, just keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Balance is there. It's just you opening up your playbook to see and, and your quarterback is, is understanding the, the coverage that he gets and it's just dissect the defense as he get older.
1: Yeah, I've seen... It's a good problem to have. It seems like we have a offensive of line battle every year. And like I said, it's a good problem to have.
2: Like one spot, yeah.
1: it's, a, it's a good problem to have because the guy who didn't get it is ready to fill in. God forbid we need him to for an extended period of time. And we see that with uh,
2: Patrick McCurry last year. When Skura went down in the, uh, early in the Rams blowout. mm mm-hmm. McCarry stepped in and missed miss a beat. Right. So going through the whole season. Like McCarry played well. Yeah. And it, what's exciting is for the most part everybody on the offensive line is young. DJ Fluke is the oldest guy in the room.
1: Yeah, he was like 20. And I think
2: Fluke is about to turn 30. Well, uh-huh. like a few uh, years or so from 30 somewhere around there. Yeah. Like he's the oldest guy or maybe Andre Smith I think Andre Smith might be the oldest guy in the room one of the two Mm -hmm. between them two but even on the the, um, like Baltimore's built in the trenches like that's what we uh, build our team around is one to have multiple guys on the offensive line and the defensive line Mm -hmm. he even mentioned how he's excited about the D line I think someone asked um, do they expect Judon to lead the team in sacks again he was like sure yeah I expect that but at the same time you add Clay Campbell, you add Derek Wolf. Um, he said, "Don't sleep on Tyus Bowser, who had what five last year. He gets better." Um, Jalen Ferguson is would be should be. He expects Ferguson to take a big step. Um, then you factor in. Um, I think I missed somebody. Oh, then you got the rookies, BK and um, Washington. Like he's excited to see that battle as well. And what becomes of it. Like we might not have the flashy edge guys, um, per se, like the household name. Everybody wants one in Yannick and Clowney, but Ferguson and Juno is no slouches at all. And with that versatility in the in the down linemen, with Calais being able to play multiple techniques as well as Dark Wolf and they're big and athletic, that's gonna open up so much for the
1: um, edge rushes. Mm. Mm. This is going to be fun to watch. I mm. just see, see so many different ways that we can attack oh, offensively and defensively. That's just, yeah. that's exciting. Right. So just then, like they're building a full was, team. Uh,
2: Roland was big on um, doing the draft season about not taking a middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. Because, especially well, in the first round. He said, because you you don't want to take a guy in the first round. They're going to be able to field for three downs because you're going to wind up playing Chuck Clark at a might position or whatever, whatever. We're normally in nickel. That whole spill. Mm-hmm. So, and then we turn around and take two middle linebacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the whole point of our defense is to be so multiple that Offenses don't know what we're doing or who's doing what. They just know they're doing something or they're coming. Okay. He, he, John mentioned like our secondary being so loaded. Like we have, we have four quality, like starter quality corners: mm-hmm. and Tavon, Jimmy, Marcus, and Marlon Humphrey. And then you got young guys with double uh, Anthony Avery and Iman Marshall. And then in the secondary, you got Geno Stone that you picked up in the draft late. That was a steal. Chuck, um, Chuck Clark, Earl Thomas, and Deshaun Elliott. He even mentioned, like, yo, you can see four corners back there in the secondary. You might see a safety, at, you might see two safeties at that linebacker. You might see DNs playing linebacker. Like, the plan is to be so multiple, they don't know what they're doing. Like, teams don't know, don't know what we're what we're doing, where we're coming from,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so it's exciting.
0: I
1: mean, it's that was
2: extremely exciting to see a team that went fourteen and two add so much firepower on both ends. All right. Like we added firepower as if we went six six and ten. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like the players that we did have, but we're so young that they're going to get so much better. Or oh, it was unhealthy. It they mean, get better, is it's scary.
1: It's scary, it's scary how good we can be. You still got Pernell McPhee in that rotation on the off on the defensive line as well. Who's and who's that? Pernell McPhee, right? That's what we got. Thank
2: you, thank you. And I was so hyped, I expected him to sign feedback, but I was so hyped they got feedback. Man, it's mm. motor, it's hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John, he yeah, was there at, at the training
0: camp at the live practice. Was you there? No, I didn't come that well you. you didn't go right,
2: right? Al, you was there, yeah. Me, you didn't got there early. And I'm telling, we was telling one, I'm like, yo, out of all the linemen, there, Fee was like super impressive. Hmm. I said this, this was July, last July. And I'm like, yo, Fee don't like no 30-year-old man.
0: Hmm.
2: Like, it's the Zeke in July. He's like, the Zeke, His motor ain't no way he's 30 years old. Like, he playing, he's still young Fee, fresh out. And then he started the season, and was going crazy. And then the season, and the injury hurt him. So it's like, and, and looking at that he even mentioned how um he would like to see like Jalen Ferguson keep the starting spot he said I'm not gonna give it to him like I'm gonna push him but like it would be dope if like he keep it and then like whatever keeps me fresh come playoff time so I can hunt and hunt and hunt like that rotation would be mean so
0: yeah.
1: I oh, it just got mean mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to see you's got mean defensive line rotation right there, like I said you got pnomic fee you still got uh jelly that can come in for a few plays like it's just amazing yeah. that, like the different angles <clears throat> that you can you can use this team very fancy didn't we, did we
2: even mention how um... Right, away. get back to his his, his normal he spot, his contract, and playing that
1: that nose. Yeah, that's zero. Back
2: on
1: the inside, well, that zero ten. Yeah, you play that zero and mm-hmm. yeah, that's done. Actually yeah. he better
3: now the side. Yeah. Huh? Ain't no more two gap. <laughs>
1: Ain't no more two gap No Because you can't double anybody off of that line. Like, mm-hmm. who are you doubling? <laughs> Interesting. So we um, will head up with a center. You better hope your center can play. Yeah. So, I see this. Uh, oh, how are you
2: posted this. Okay, in the, in the group. Which trio are you taking?
1: I was just looking at that too. <laughs> Damn. Reluctantly to it's, Alabama.
2: This trio is in.
1: Reluctantly.
2: Which college trio are you taking, Al? I feel like Al took this trio based on um, NFL success, low-key. Yeah. you taking Bama, Dirk, Henry, Julio Jones, and Amari Cooper. you take taking Ohio State, Zeke, Michael Thomas, Terrence McLaurin. you taking Penn State, Saquon, Allen Robinson, Chris Darwin. We are taking LSU, uh, Fortnite, Odell, and DJ
1: Charles. This is disrespectful. Right, because if DJ Chalk was was, was, was good. Juice, was really good. <laughs> right? But if DJ Chalk is he Juice, it's LSU. It's easy. could have put Jarvis there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I looked when I posted. I bought to pick LSU, and I was like, no, that's Chalk. That ain't Juice. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: It's, it's two reasons why, because Amari Cooper and Michael Thomas, that was like, day the two we scout. I think Amari Cooper might have been like the first or second year we started scouting, and I was so high on Amari Cooper. I'm such a fan of Amari Cooper and Michael Thomas. It's like I'm super fans of them, but the Julio was different. <laughs> I don't respect Derek Henry, right? whatever. Um, that was going back to Bama. I ain't really care for him in Alabama. I thought he was just big. Like, you hit him in his mouth, he gonna fold at some point. So, it is what it is. Um, like, he's talented. I don't get a twist. He's talented for sure. But, I'd be fine choosing Bama. Julio, Amari, Derrick Henry. Yeah. Sorry, Zeke. That was my man, though. But, I'll go with Bama.
1: I gotta watch more of T I just didn't watch any Redskins games for real. The only time I tried to watch a Redskins game was when they played the 49ers and they were playing in the monsoon. You watched that born ass game? I tried to watch it. <laughs> oh. I was like, they, just, they ain't doing nothing. They just punting in this monsoon. <laughs> they ain't doing nothing. Nobody getting right. no type when of, of traction. Right? Yeah, they're sliding. <laughs> okay, let's turn
3: to
1: Well, nobody getting any type of traction on, moving on that. So I gotta watch McLaurin this year. Where is Allen Robinson? Because I he feel I feel like he had a great Jacksonville start.
2: No, Allen's he in Chicago.
1: That might be it. Okay. That might be it. Yards. Who was the other receiver in Jacksonville? You think about Allen Hearns. Allen Hearns. He fell out the face yeah. of the earth.
2: What's it, Allen had, had uh, uh, like 1,400 yards one year Then he had the, the 800 and then he got hurt the next year To the ACL Okay. But this past season with the, the Bears, he had 1,100 yards Seven touchdowns Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah Allen hurts I was thinking of that, alright Yeah, and DJ Chalk just need to be Juice
2: DJ had a thousand, if I'm not mistaken
1: I think the, I can I can see that DJ was catching everything was from going, from Michi. Yeah, thousand and eight
2: touchdowns.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he it was he was, was finding the rhythm when they had Missy in there. Yeah, I mean we we are not surprised by this. That was one of the guys in the I am series when he came out
2: with DJ right. Chuck. All right. I forgot which one of y'all had him
1: though. Definitely wasn't me. Might
3: have been. Might have been. It might have been you. <laughs> <Might've> been. <laughs> <laughs> <It might've> been. <laughs> You was taking one that I and mean. you took everything else from. Right, <laughs> right. Everybody, I love you, man.
2: Yo, why everybody? Like, why everybody wants to trade Matt? You know, what is what am
3: I missing? I don't get it. His name's not flashy enough. That's why.
1: Because if you say if you, you need, know,
3: what name is it? what's it flashing? Like,
1: if you say you you need pass rusher, why get rid of your best pass rusher? Like that that doesn't make logic to me. I don't you. think the Ravens want to do it, but I don't get why people consider it. No, I'm just saying that's like that don't make sense to me of why you would ask the Ravens to get rid of Matt Judon. Oh, we need pass rusher. Nigga, Matt Judon is your pass rusher. But he also drops back. <laughs> that's why he ain't got 19, 20 sacks that you looking for this guy to have because he's playing everywhere. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's becoming a complete player. So he wants to be
3: a you can earn more money that way. I think what? people in, um, end up looking on the other side, the other teams of what their pass rushes look like, and they want something different. That's, that's the normal thing about it, why they always want to trade one of our pass rushes. That's not going uh, 15 plus sacks or something crazy at that at that moment. Mm-hmm. For something
1: phenomenal for one person. Mm-hmm. they looking
3: at the whole team aspect of
1: things. I think g clip if. Jeter's only role on this defense, let's just say this year, his only role on this defense is the rush the past year. I can see him getting more than twelve, probably in that fourteen range of sacks, if not more. That's not that's, yeah, that's not far fetched at all. <laughs> like
2: it's just not I mean, his I role see, to do that. Like, even with it, him being the role that he normally has, I think he won't hit double digit sacks. Just based on the The, the, the help on the offensive On the defensive line mm-hmm. And the work he's putting in Like okay, Like I said If he's rushing And you he can't double
3: He's putting
1: in work, he, he put work yeah. On this offseason yeah. I mean he got the The, the
3: defensive line That we gonna have Is It's gonna leave the door open For a lot of people To get double digit sacks And a lot of hurries For a lot of turnovers For our linebackers And corners and safeties. So Yeah
2: back
1: then. When he's coming up. Oh no, I was just saying she coming back in. Yeah. I think so. I
2: don't,
1: I don't know how far he was from the crib. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I seen a uh a status Was talking about um silent protests. Like if you really wanna protest, pick your top recruits and send them to HBCUs. Hmm. Now you know how you're supposed to keep your your moves hidden. You know, don't let your left hand know what your right doing is the same. And you know, don't let the the next man know what your moves are, but Mm A dream of mine is to coach at an HBCU that has that's the number one football program. Mm. If and if that doesn't happen, I pray that my son is is has a love for the sport and is so great that when he comes to choose whatever school he want in the country he chooses an HBCU yeah. can you imagine how much that would change the narrative that would be incredible like if all would. of a sudden Howard is has a bunch of D1 talent and I think Howard has pro talent anyway but it's just, like, the competition and the resources mm-hmm. is it, does it it says otherwise. Right. But I mean, that's... Talent is talent.
1: I feel like that would change once people start agreeing to go to that school. Like, ESPN would put the, the cameras in that school. Like, nobody knew yeah. anything about Buffalo before Khalil Mack was there. Like, it wasn't a... Yeah a team that you just gonna put on TV Well, Khalil Matt there you put cameras in Buffalo um right it's another small schools guy I forgot who I was watching and it's like that's why the cameras are there to see him yeah
2: um, I mean it's a ton of NFL athletes now that came from HBCUs
0: right
2: you know they had a, a harder rope than the first round picks and the D1 guys but the talent shows like I think Levine is still on the roster Mm. HBCU Like he went to Tennessee State He got what A 10 year Coming up on a 10 year career
0: mm.
2: Mm. And is and a captain of
1: On a team Like Corona hating But family. Deion Sanders was going to do The HBCU Combine No, no
2: It was official they, was, they had the combine They Corona hit And
1: then Yeah that's what I was saying was They didn't to do that Before the Corona hit
2: Holding the black man down <laughs> Crazy man mm. But I would, I would
1: love to see that. I would love for the HBCUs to get the funding, the the spotlight, the exposure, and the knowledge. Like, have a top coach go there. I mean, I, I rocked with the coach from Grambling for the longest time, uh, Eddie Robinson. Yeah. I thought he was one of the great coaches. Right. I rocked with Joe for, for a minute, but you, you gotta start putting coaches there, and the, the black uh, basketball coach from Temple. I know that's not necessarily. Chaney. Yeah, but you know, you put these these coaches there that can give them the knowledge to get them to that next level, get them prepared for that next level. Why not keep yeah. our dollars with us? Right, and I know that you know the, the that would
2: expose the business side of college football. Because let's say Say, say Deion Sanders goes to a Coach at an HBCU We know he's prominent He's one of the best college, uh, High school coaches In the nation mm-hmm. it's, He always went I think he even mentioned how um, After he finished up With his The class he came in with Once they graduate He's going to move on To the college ranks I think there's a job For him lined up At Florida State Already mm-hmm. But imagine if he takes And goes to an HBCU that's, just that's from the, all the talent that he that he had from his um his high school workouts at Prime Prep. All of them at I'm sorry, from, from his uh Prime Academy and his um his high school workouts. I forgot the name of his camp that he runs, but mm-hmm. so many guys that's in the league now started was at Dion's camp. Um, what's the boy? Jeff Okuda was at the camp. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's, uh Baker, who's in the news, I think he was at the camp. Like, can you imagine? If all of them start flooding to where he's at and what's going to wind up happening is school's going to say, hey we can take care of you. <laughs> we know it. But <laughs> school's going to yeah. say, hey, we
3: can mm-hmm. take care of you. Right. I would like I would like to see like a, a fat Five situation go to a HBCU school dominate the tournament and just change everything. And Start
1: holding, letting black people be accountable for their own future. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we start flooding our dollars into our our schools, and this is you know setting them up to not be behind. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm trying. To,
2: I'm trying to. Make something, make something a little spicy real quick. Why you laughing, John, man? I'm just waiting for Boost Apple.
1: Yeah, I was waiting for Boost, man. The Boost ain't saying nothing yet. So, let's see. Let's see what's going on with you. Um. <laughs> I'll be remiss if I didn't say this. Um, Floyd Mayweather looks like he's going to pay for George Floyd's funeral. I'm one, when he when he's boxing, I'm one of the the ones that criticized Floyd Mayweather for spinning, you know, frivolous while you got twenty different white Lambos, all the same color, the same thing, everything at the same house. I thought she was about to go a different route. <laughs> <laughs> but he he's using his he's using his, his power, his his Resources correctly. I ain't got no she beef with like that. I thought
2: she was going a different route. You only know, see food with them. You don't know see with them at all. Wait. A lot of, of spenched light skin mix. Like, oh, like, yeah. He'll yeah. it, it, never come up with
3: that, but them, though. They're in the house. <laughs> you know, him, when the sent, yeah, they're in
1: the house. They're in the house. Don't get it twisted. Them bitches in the house somewhere. <laughs>
2: Uh, they got they got no disclosures. That's what that is. Got you. <laughs> house <laughs> No disclosures out here. Yeah, but shout out to Floyd, man. That's huge. And give all friend expenses
1: Hopefully, take care of that. That, that works.
3: That's what's up. So, so what you so what you had in your mind? Cause it's like it was going left. Home I, I want to go oh. you know, I, I wanted to start a
2: pot a little bit. I'm trying to get something to debate on real quick. But um, it's hard, man, just doing this whole, this whole week, it's kind of just through me. Mm. I'm just trying to get back, you know, get back, get back right with this.
1: Like I said mental health like is ESPN, so important
2: Like ESPN be fishing for stuff,
1: yo Yo, that half a Generic ass Post they released
0: Oh my gosh, what? hold
1: on Yo, they released a post that's so fucking generic I'm like, this is why Where's it ESPN stands on the side of diversity, inclusion, and equity for all. We are one team. Like, nigga, that don't go into... You can say that for gay rights. You can say that for someone got stopped. Like, this doesn't explain or go into any detail of anything. (laughs) Like, what was the purpose of that release? And we're supposed to try to figure out why Jamel Hill and Michael Smith and Curry champion, why they all just suddenly chose the more want to do better. (laughs) Alright. Crazy. Yeah, I like what Nike did with their posts. But don't do it. I I like that. That's pretty profound. I'm looking
3: at
2: this, like, I'm looking at dumb stuff, man. Stuff I can't believe. Which. Somebody, I think it
3: was a debate on Get Up or something. Which one
1: would you start your team with? Lamar Jackson or Tua? What? What? Like, what are we doing? That's just a shot. That's a shot. That's like, all that right. is. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, shot. Lamar Jackson or Tua? Hey, like, like, come on, y'all. Listen, like, I, li- I like Tua. I'm a fan of Tua. I am. I get it. Without injuries, he probably would have been number one pick. I get it. But come on, bro. Don't, don't disrespect MVP like that. Right. <laughs> like, when they had the debate,
0: was realistic Lamar or Patrick Mahomes? All
2: right, that's a little. That's understandable. That's, that's debatable. You know? Right. That's understandable. That's, that's respectful. But I don't get it. Another thing I just say that. I'm, I'm going to hear your thoughts on this. Sean Paul. We all know Sean Porter as, but Al, Al let me, let me uh, teach you. Sean Porter, what he fight at, 147, John? What's the weight? Junior, what's yeah. the weight? around there? Sean Porter is a feisty boxer. He's, he's that pit bull. He's scrappy dude. Okay. Come at you, throwing everything. He wanted them. He said he'd rather have Pacquiao's career over Mayweather's. Hmm.
0: Y'all thoughts
2: on that?
1: That says a lot of your thoughts. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, like I don't get it. Like I'm trying to think, where
3: would I'm trying to wait? He reached. Why he, he trying to reach like that? Yeah, where
1: where would that difference be? Besides one lost and got knocked out, and one hasn't been touched. Like, what what are you I'm
3: trying to say? He he, he wants his respect. Well, not, and Pacquiao had battles. Pacquiao been in
2: wars and has epic battles. When you think of, you think of like classic fights. Pacquiao has to have at least at least three, but okay. mm-hmm. like he got the trilogy with um, Morales. He got the Barrera, that was dope. He got the Marquez. He got fights. Yeah. With Mar- yeah, he got a lot of epic fights. Okay, like Pacquiao got a lot of wars. But I me, mean, I'm sorry. Exactly, I'm sorry. <laughs> the sport of boxing is to hit and not get hit. That's the art, right?
1: That's what they say.
2: And and then to make money
1: and win. That's what they say. I'm taking Floyd. Like, he did all. On. He checked all those boxes. <laughs> like like yo, that's easy. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, is he saying that he want a career that's more watchable? I guess because I, I don't. I don't even remember seeing a lot of Pacquiao fights. I just know Watcher Floyd was like watching Tim Duncan for me. It's like, all right, you great at what you did. You're probably the best at what you did at this point. But Man. it ain't something that I'm going to sit here and watch. I'm sorry. I've,
2: I'll take that Floyd all day. Floyd got bodies on his record. People could people could say he fought them too late and all this and that. I ain't trying to hear him. He fought. He fought that hood too late. All right, yeah, Delahoe was a little older, but he was bigger. Floyd had to jump weight, and he won't. He fought Ricky Hatton too late. Ricky Hatton was too—he was bigger. He had to jump up, fight Ricky Hatton, and knocked him out. Like, come on, like, uh, yeah. he fought Pacquiao too late. Floyd's an older fighter. Like, he's older. Dude. Come on, y'all. It's, it's just ain't
3: making. Floyd was coming up, knocking him down. By the time they got big and. And they, yeah. they
2: was late. Well, you can say right. that. <laughs> somebody, why he fight Martinez? Why he fight Sergio Martinez? Well, Sergio Martinez naturally he walks around as a light heavyweight. He was mm-hmm. losing weight to come down to like a super middleweight. Mm-hmm. Floyd started like.
1: I don't you can really
2: discredit, discredit his career. I don't think anything. Yeah, I do you can
1: really discredit the career. You could just. Disc... What is your style? Like, is this something that you watch or not? I wouldn't discredit his career. I mean, shit, 51 and 0 is 51 and 0. These professional fighters, too, they had the same amount of time from when they signed the contract to train the beat Floyd. Right. And to be honest,
2: like, Floyd Floyd would be the one guy I would want in my corner. Like, I would take, if I'm a boxer, I'm taking advice from Floyd. In the ring, but most importantly, out of the ring. Because the way he, the, the way he, he, <laughs> he talks so many people into paying $70 for a fight. Then he know he's going
1: to win? <laughs> like, I think the talk was to get people, was for people to not, to pay for him to lose. Like they want to be the ones to see him lose first. <laughs> and he know good and well it ain't
2: going to happen. Like he, he gonna lose. Like bro, let's be realistic. <laughs> I hope he lose. Like,
3: like <laughs> you paid the double, you paid to watch in in our definition, and you paid
1: bet you made that he was going to lose, he <laughs> lost double. That's why he he lost double, double disc- Yeah, lost he hey, double. Hey, hey. Crazy. Yeah, Crazy. if you bet, you going. If you betting for floating midweather to lose, that's that's not that's not smart. Unless you taking like triple odds, like my fifty mm-hmm. to your three hundred. <laughs> All right, yeah, we could do that. All right. But I All ain't right. gonna bet nobody straight up fifty versus fifty. To, that Floyd's so going to lose. Like, that's not even a winnable. That's just going to be mad. You can walk around mad at Floyd Mayweather for the rest of your life so you just lost that $50. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Al, I'm going to switch
0: gears. I'm ask both
2: of y'all
1: this question. Who's the most talented quarterback you've ever seen? Most talented quarterback. Hmm. I'm probably going to... Damn. Can my recently bias
2: say Pat Mahomes? I
1: don't think he's the best quarterback I've ever seen, but you said most talented. Probably has the most own talent. Mm.
2: John got the
3: wheels spinning. trying to add all of it together, like, I'm not going to just say all talent. Um, I want to know, like, everything. Like, your capability ability Mine's, mine's might surprise. I, I don't, put it don't in think had a right name. Huh? What you say? I said, I feel like I can put it in a category, like... Oh, you scared me. I thought you said five. category. <laughs> 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 oh, what? What would you say? All
2: right, I I hope and pray Lamar gets that. To be honest, I hope Lamar takes that step and become that. From what I see, I hope, I hope he takes a step and just be lethal outside the numbers. And then, then, then it's like you can't do nothing with him. I hope he gets right. that, be a complete quarterback. And that, that'll be my answer. But just um, John Mitchell, escapability, arm talent, making the throws, reading the defense, um, accuracy, arm strength, all of it. Right? I know everybody likes Aaron Rodgers. I love, I'm a big fan of Aaron
0: Rodgers. And I'm you behave, be hating. But,
1: um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my
2: guy Is Russell Wilson. Hmm. Russell Wilson is super talented. He is. Now, the wins and losses might add up because it's a team game. But just accuracy, arm strength, escapability, um, protecting yourself, knowledge of the game, know where to go with the football. Russell Wilson is a beast. Yeah. Absolute beast. I
1: don't know if I would.
2: And then, well, would it be blasphemous
1: to say him and then Steve Young? Would that be blasphemous? No, I mean, it's who you think is the most talented. Man, I think Steve Young, Steve Young
2: was a dope too, though. I Man. I wouldn't
1: have said Steve, but that's that's fair. That's fair game.
2: Steve Young was dope. You say you would have said Steve? I wouldn't have
1: said Steve, but that's, that's fair game. <laughs> I don't think he's the most talented quarterback. But you don't know
2: how dope he is he had Jared.
1: It's like, was he really, really that dope? No, he really, really was that dope. But he also had some struggles in his career. Yeah. like (laughs) They benched him a couple of times for him to get right. That's
2: why I like Russ. I like Russ. Russ was that guy
1: for me. I mean, Russ Russ made Seattle. Well, Seattle made that jump with Russ at at the the quarterback. Because he even though Pete Carroll came in and they were going to the playoffs they were going to the playoffs with losing seasons they were going to playoffs at 8-8 eight 7-9 eight, they never had a losing season under Russ since so that's fair I, I still would think Mahomes got all I think he has all of everything that Russ had besides that escapability but better.
3: I would go with. I, I want to say Aaron Rodgers, but for me, watching this guy two times a year, I'll say Ben.
1: Hmm. Early Ben ain't a no problem.
3: <laughs> he grow him men, put all that weight on him, and he shove him off in the corner like there's nothing, and get out the pocket and throw a accurate pass, and just get down the field when you need to, to tear up a table defense here and there take a beating. I done seen Aaron Rodgers take a, a slight hit and get landed on and, and he frail up and break. But then I see Ben Rosenberger get absolutely punished. Broken nose will still get up and find a way and get out of the field and throw a touchdown. I mean, I, I just more. I just seen him do more in a pocket Man, other than him. just you know, escape and hit. So that's part of his game as well, but
1: I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Ben. Ben just had the wrong uniform on for me, but I definitely agree with everything you said. I've always said if Ben later in life went to another quarter, went to another team, I could be a big Ben fan. Yeah. Yeah, Ben is up there too. But, yeah, Ben uh, I, I, my, I don't know if you
2: heard me. I don't know if you heard me, Herb. I said,
3: I didn't see Aaron Rodgers take some... White hits and he then got broken from it, and it's not like uh, Pittsburgh had the best offensive um, lineman in the game as well. And I've seen them get broken noses and find a way to get up and get down the field. Yeah. I understand. This, this is, yeah, it's not right, bad. I,
2: I, I like, I like Ben. I'm I'm a, I'm a, a Ben fan, but I, I used to hate. Um. <laughs> How well I can't hate it because he basically took what you gave him. Especially she doing Rex Ryan? Just want to send eight blisses and Ben. Though. Oh, the bliss is coming. Throw a slant. Oh, the bliss is coming. Throw a slant. Up slant and go. I used hate this. <laughs> hey, wait, stop it! I'm so mad y'all. Oh my gosh, yo! I used hate this. But then you go that paid man. I'm like, alright, oh, yeah, uh, bliss here. Listen, pay Like my favorite ever. Slant. Like, he's the most talented
1: thing. He ain't the most
2: talented thing, but he just—he's the
1: most cerebral. Like, right? yeah, he's I my say the thing is, is cerebral with him. that—that uh, that, that kid, beast. The cerebral assassin, Peyton Manning. Mm
2: yeah. mm,
1: mm, mm Not a huh? fan, but yeah. I could appreciate him.
2: Who's the most talented in the play You say, I oh, you know. <laughs> mean, if, if, January didn't happen, would you still say
1: that? I had that for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a nigga who dropped 60 on his way out and say Mamba out. Like, <laughs> yo. Yo, I, I, yo, do kids still put posters on there? I don't know, but I still used got mine. <laughs> they, got their oh, they, use, they use their phones as, as pictures taken. The wallpaper. Wall <laughs> so, all right.
2: Shucks. Kids, for us 30 and over, that was our thing. We used to put posters in our rooms everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I had. Yo, this is the
1: craziest thing.
2: Everywhere.
1: Like, this is the craziest thing. Malik has a Michael Jordan poster in his room to this day. and Never seen Michael Jordan play basketball. <laughs> Yeah, like he wasn't really alive to see Michael Jordan play basketball. He was born in '92, <laughs> but he had a Michael Jordan poster on his wall. <laughs> wow,
2: man! I used to, I used to subscribe to Slam, get all the Slam magazines, take the posters out, and it had like all around my room. But two walls, actually one wall, well, yeah, basically two walls was dedicated to two players. The guy on Al's wall
1: had like a giant poster, like bunch around it, and then Mike. I mean, you got for me to answer your question. You got Kobe Bean. You got Mike. You got KG. Um, Charles Barkley, what he was doing at six four. Um, Elijah one. Like, I think these guys are like. In that group of most talented, just because they just did everything on the court and did it different, like yeah. six four averaging what nine, ten rebounds by yeah. Chuck. Like come on, <laughs> and it's a big man era, and Chuck is still one of the best big men in 6-4 right, four. right.
2: <laughs> My guys, I, I'm torn to pick one, but it'll be between Kobe. Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, and Tracy
3: McGrady.
2: Because, like, I understand, like, a lot of people thought McGrady deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, right? But I don't care. I don't care. Like, Tracy McGrady was better than good.
1: I'll say T-Mac and KD are probably up there If you're talking about the most Offensively talented players
2: That's because you don't appreciate What they do defensively right? <laughs> Like They can play defense
1: Like Mac, oh, Mac and KD is a walking bucket Like that's 30 They get out the bus, help me nigga, that's 30 Yeah, see, like, <laughs> the Defensive side of things
2: It ain't really fair Because those two guys so heavily relied upon
0: Offensively They had to choose Where to exert their energy mm-hmm. Whereas
2: With Mike He had to worry about that Defensively
1: and you had to pay I mean money.
2: But just his competitive nature Was like nah You still want to About best defense Yeah That's the That nature Like nah, I'm gonna do it, do it all Same thing with Kobe That's That's just different That's different But It's just Deceit Like The It's Unreal yo
1: Six eight walking bucket, bro. Then he had what, thirteen 30. and thirty five seconds? Say it again? Then he had like thirteen points in thirty five seconds or something crazy like that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah that
1: was sick. <laughs> that was like that just a walking was bucket, bro. <laughs> like, damn, that was it. Um, as my honorable mentions: KD and Tracy McGrady's already been said, and of course we uh...
3: Kobe and Mike is always going to be up top. I'm going to go to one of my favorite players that I always love watching is um, AI. That's
1: So look, right? What was your answer? AI. Oh, okay.
2: So look, right?
1: I can say the same thing about AI as I said with T-Mac and KD. You're walking 30, but... I've
2: been thinking, right? And this ain't no young person. I literally watched Allen Iverson's whole career. I literally seen he's a get up, 30s and watch him on TV when Georgetown played. Like I remember watching him and Ray Allen go at it live in the Big East. I remember watching him and Steph go at it. All right, so I seen his hold entire on, I, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. Movie. I would be remiss if we say AI and God Shambha because that was a, a battle.
0: Right, I see that one (laughs)
1: too. Right. (laughs) Georgetown and Providence was a battle, bro. Right. Right.
3: So,
2: AI is the toughest player I've seen. Because it's just something about, like, me, y'all seen me in high school. I might have been, like, my senior year or junior year, I might have been, like, 5'10", 150 pounds, right? Nah, then you, you I see AI live, like, Like, touching distance. We were the same size. <laughs> <laughs> and this is MVP AI. Yeah. And I look on the court, and I'm looking at Jihadi whites. I'm looking at the, the big men that AI was faithfully lived in I'm like, there's no way in hell. Like they dwarfed this. Like they dwarfed this man. He's by far the most like the toughest player when it comes to talent. I don't want to say he's overrated, but
1: maybe I say this because everybody. I'll let, let everybody hate me, so I'll say this. It's a little overrated. AI has done more for hip-hop culture than he has for NBA culture, to me.
2: It's a little overrated. <laughs> I'm saying that.
3: It's oh, man. I I love him. Bro.
2: I love him, but it's a little overrated. Yeah. I'm thinking about, you put AI in today's game, I still think he'll be AI, because his speed, his, his yeah. first step on it was me. His handle was silent. Was, was
1: it's still a still walking 30,
2: though. <laughs> you know why he was walking 30? Because he would get fouled. And go 19 of 19 from the line. And go
1: 9 for 28 from the field. All right, so his efficiency wasn't that good, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, all
2: right, like, is he, is he, like, when you think of AI, you don't think of, like, a signature move. Besides the crossover. You don't think of AI's pull up jumper. You don't think of his uh his two dribble stop and go. You don't think of you know what I mean? You don't really see that. You don't think of that when you think of AI. You think, alright, he's gonna get to the bucket, or he's gonna get fouled yeah. He's gonna, he gonna hit 100 percent from the line. Or
3: 90% from the line. He's I'm not gonna, gonna lie you didn't put a name I swear you thought you was talking about James
1: Harden <laughs> James Harden is efficient except for in like May and June he's not efficient James
3: Harden a
2: monster that's a monster
1: you know what's crazy I mean, look for like the last three years I haven't been a James Harden fan until like this year I like James. He's just, He's a bucket, yo. <laughs> That's because you hate you trying to deny what you were saying. No, he a bucket. He just don't play no defense, but he a bucket.
2: <laughs> you know who's super skilled in the league? But he's underrated, and for me, he don't have the heart in in the in the clutch. DeMar DeRozan.
1: Yeah.
2: So much skill,
1: yo. You got
0: mid-range. Yo, so much skill, yo. He got mid-range. What was, it was, but... was the
1: series that he uh before he got traded? Against, uh, against Cleveland. Yo.
3: And he doing average like 12 points a game. Like, nigga, how you almost average 30 and you get to this playoff game and you can't even average close to 20? Then
2: the bad thing is he had like 15 in the first half. And mm-hmm. finished with 19. Like, that ain't <laughs> switch nothing. Like, what you... Oh my God! Yeah. Bro. Well, he got so he got so much skill, yo.
1: Demar Derozan had to be sick last year. All right, I, I'm, not, I'm not.
2: like, all right. like disrespecting AI, but I would say skill wise, all around game
0: skill wise, talent wise, I'll say Kyrie is more talented, all
1: around. Ooh. I don't, know if I, can, I don't know if I can. don't know if can follow you on that, little brother.
2: He got he's a
0: more efficient shooter,
1: the better shooter. He just he just is deadly from the line. What's the what's the what's the, the term? He's the best finisher around the rim? Mm-hmm. He got that, he got that. But AI
2: could he finish, finish around the rim though. Huh? AI could finish. Yeah, but like Kyrie. Kyrie
1: getting L. So was AI. <laughs> On the flip side, Kyrie ain't going
2: 9 from 28 from the field.
1: No, he's a better shooter. I'll give him that. I feel like everybody now is a better shooter than even like 10 years ago. West, that's the, the defense. Like, I feel like that's Booker is West, like one of the best shooters in the league. But don't get oh. no. uh Devin Booker. Oh, yeah. He's they one of the best shooters in the league. And you wouldn't really put him up there amongst the shooting guards where you would have put like D-Wade. As to as shooting guards. What you mean? Like Devin? I don't think Devin Booker is. Maybe for me, and not knowing much about Phoenix and much about the NBA as how people would view it, I like Devin Booker, but I don't know how many people actually rock with Devin Booker like that. Man, like Devin Booker and the, him and Aiton, like they two of my favorite players that nobody really pays attention to or mentions. You know.
2: Be honest, if he's not the top three, don't listen to what they got to say. But well, I say top five, because three you got to get wins. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So being in top five, don't listen to what they got to say. If the top five don't include Devin
1: Booker and Bradley Bill, don't listen to them. I mean, I will put Harden and Clay as one and two for two guards. And... and
2: then you got Devin Booker or
1: Bradley Beal. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that could be they play in that in that, that conference over West, but they just don't get like that. The all-star nuts, like the all-NBA like nuts. He like, like he should, yeah. yeah. But Lillard was struggling to get in there too with, with Curry and um, Westbrook. West. Yeah, I mean, also, <laughs> that's different. That's different. Lillard just
2: played a, a tough position. I will say this season, Lillard was the best point
1: guard. Hands yeah. Hands down. I think he was having a great season before he got hurt. He got
2: it. Hands down. Yeah. I, like to see him. I would like to see him play in. I Let him try to play in and get into that, that seed. Yo, it's been fun. Hopefully, um, ain't no more black people getting killed this week. Yeah. So we have Hopefully a little just- more
3: of a show next week. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Coach can go get uh, another service and boost out. Right, right. Follow us on Instagram,
2: Twitter, Facebook, at the Sideline Talk. Follow our YouTube channel. Um, this video is actually going to post straight to our YouTube channel. Hashtag Sideline Talk.
1: Um, Al, take this out. Be blush be productive be more without you we out
0: If you're a migraine sufferer we have incredible news for you Neurtec ODT Remegipant 75 milligrams is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines Just one quick dissolve tablet can start fast and can last for up to 48 hours helping you take control of your migraine whenever wherever simply wonderful don't take if allergic to NERTEC. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety prescribing and patient information, visit NURTEC.com. Ask your doctor about NERTEC today.